hey B, do you want to talk about season one, episode five of Criminal Minds, Broken Mirror? James, I would love to talk about season one, episode five of Criminal Minds, Broken Mirror. Hell yeah. We fucking nailed that. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Knocking off your bingo cards, folks. We finally done it. We did the intro good now. <laughs> Don't you dare say we bungled it. Don't you we dare say not. we bungled that, because that was not a bungle. That was a professional no. unbungling, actually, I would say. <laughs> unbungling. I love the phrase bungled because my mom is a preschool teacher. So yeah. when I grew up, we had to use alternative words to swears because she did that <laughs> teacher thing where she would come yeah. home and still like be in teacher mode sometimes. So whenever I was like, oh, I screwed this up. She's like, no, 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 you bungled it. It's okay. <laughs> and I'm like, you use this word with third graders? Bungled. <laughs> bungled? You're teaching these third graders in the middle of nowhere, Iowa, that the word bungled is commonplace? They're going to get made fun of like a fuck ton for that. But I respect That's it, Tammy. Hilarious. It's so funny. There's a video or Patrick Brewster has a few episodes of, well, I guess take that off your bingo card. Patrick Brewster has a couple episodes of Drunk History. She does. Um, and in one of them, she says she's Gonzo Bonzo, like, trash. <laughs> so every time now we talk about being drunk, it's like, I'm, you know, pretty Gonzo Bonzo. <laughs> I was really Gonzo Bonzo that night. Like, <laughs> I love using Gonzo Bonzo because isn't that the Muppet Gonzo? There is a Muppet named Gonzo. I love I, just thinking about a puppet, about a Muppet that's just fucking trashed. The drunk <laughs> Muppet. <laughs> the one drunk Muppet. Yeah. Gonzo Bonzo. This, this is our new Muppet Gonzo. He's an alcoholic. He's very <laughs> trash. <laughs> and when he, when he gets really drunk, he just goes, ah, Gonzo Bonzo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot imagine that's where the phrase comes from. It's gotta be like, I'm gone. And then, like, Gonzo, you know. But that's fake. But, think about. but, also, <laughs> but it's the Muppet now, actually. We've established actually, it is the Muppet. the Muppet. Okay. Broken Mirror. No Garcia or JJ in this episode. Just Which none. is disappointing, because I feel like this episode, they really could have used both of them. Both of them. So, Reed, on his dumb little laptop, is trying to trace the phone call. Well, they're, like, tracing it at the nearby FBI field office that we are told exists somewhere, I guess. Right. And so I guess he just has a monitor open to that. But it's so weird that they're doing such a tech-heavy episode. They're like, let's not bring in the computer, kid. And also, JJ did not be there when it's like, so the father is a U.S. attorney executive assistant. I don't know what that means. I assume it's something to do with, like, the president. Yeah, it's a U.S. If he's, like, a U.S. attorney, they mentioned he was, like, in, like, the Southern District or whatever. So he was probably one of the head U.S. attorneys for the South. This would be a media nightmare. Right, so why is JJ not there? I wonder if they were, like, our victim is a young blonde. Like, if they were, like, JJ's going to look too much like her. The other thing is I think they didn't buy enough episodes for aj cook (laughs) i think they only put you know 20 episodes in her contract so there's a few that she's gonna have to step out on i hate i mean i get it but i i just like that it's something that's really obvious once you know that that's how they like 
package like uh secondary characters is yeah. they're like we're only gonna get you we're only gonna buy 18 episodes from you you're only gonna get 18 and so there's just sometimes where they're just gone and sometimes they'll play it off like oh she's off visiting family or oh she's sick this day sometimes there will just be no mention nothing yeah. garcia gets mentioned like they're like oh we'll have garcia look this up for us um i have it written down we'll get there but nothing from james i do want people to know that james has three full-ass pages of notes if you hear paper rustling during this episode (laughs) if we do asmr paper rustling james looks through their notes for 20 minutes it's because they have three full pages of notes I have seven bullet points. That's it. I like it. to be prepared. There's nothing wrong with being prepared. And I'm so glad that you're the one who, like, I'm going to get three pages of notes. Don't worry about <laughs> it. I'm going to get three pages. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, let's go through the episode. Broken Mirror. Let's go for the episode. So, first off, it's called Broken Mirror because they're, they are mirror twins. Trish and Cheryl are twins, but they're mirrors. Which means their organs are on the other side of one of them? Yeah, but it's not like... it can, That can be a life-threatening condition. If you have your organs on the wrong side of your body. It, or even just some of them because your circulatory system doesn't work that way, you know? Yeah. So it can be a bad thing. But they say in the episode that it was only a few organs. And that like once she survived like infancy, it like wasn't a big deal. Um, but they are mirror twins. Uh and that's why it's called Broken Mirror, because it gets set up. Wow. You know. The symbolism well. runs so deep this episode. Honestly, I'm, the show is, like, so deep. <laughs> I'm so surprised they didn't have a scene in, like, a bathroom where one of the agents <gasps> is, like, looking into a mirror really dramatically. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I was very surprised that I got through the whole episode, and I'm like, not a single mirror scene, you guys? Come on. They should have had the girl, like, look into a mirror and be like, I miss my twin. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and, like... <laughs> It's just, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you see an episode name and you're like, okay, so this is what we're doing this episode. And you're like, <laughs> okay, so somebody's going to have a breakdown in a mirror, right? Right? And then you no. get 30 minutes in the episode and you're like, right? Right? And then the episode is over and you're like, okay, fine. Okay. I guess. I guess <laughs> okay, I was bye. wrong on this one. Criminal Minds, <laughs> you've outsmarted me this time. <laughs> um. Okay, so Trish is at a party with her boyfriend and he's like, Oh, I'm just buzzed. I'm not drunk. So she has him like touch the nose, the finger, walk in a straight line, lets him drive. Yeah. Hey, friends don't let friends drive drunk, gang. Don't yeah. do it. Yeah. This is our PSA. Don't yeah. drive when you're even a little buzzed. And he's distracted and almost crashes into a pickup truck that is stopped at the road. There, okay, there is so much space to go around that truck. And instead, they get out of the car. It's the middle of the night. Yeah. You know how you can tell an episode was written by a man sometimes? <laughs> this yeah. is one of those times. This is a callback to that first episode where she just like gets in the fucking car. This is the same thing. <laughs> they just stop and get out. See it's whose like, truck it is. Sometimes it's like, okay, so you were written by a man or you were written by somebody who feels safe doing that, which yeah. could not be me. No. It's like, okay, so I know that you needed to get them from point A to point B. I get it. Okay, fine. Yeah. The boyfriend gets shot in the fucking face, though. Okay, here's the thing. 
Trish is standing right in front of their car. Mm-hmm. Practically sitting on the hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doesn't hear somebody pull the keys out of the ignition walking on that crunchy ass dirt gravel road. Like, I don't believe that for a second. Also, why do you turn the car off in the first place? His you headlights were still headlights on. on. His headlights were on. So your car was on. So yeah. the guy turned off your car. You didn't notice that. And then that. took the keys. You didn't notice that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> Maybe in like an old car, you could leave the headlights on. If I try to get out of my car without turning the headlights off, my car screams at me like I've murdered. Yeah, my car does the most <laughs> annoying beeping sound known to man. Like, hey, look this on. Like, okay, I get it. I, I understand. If I, open my, if I open my door and the keys are still in the ignition, the car yells at me. Mm-hmm. If I, like, open the door with my headlights still on, the car yells at me. This car, I guess, in 2006, this kid has a shitty car. Doesn't do that. They don't know. So, yeah, the gun comes in, pointed at the guy's face, kill the boyfriend. Just, like, shoots him in the face. In the face. Which is an important point that we will come back to later. Yeah. That girl's scarred for life. Oh, the, yeah, definitely. Just, oh, forget it. There is um, so much trauma there that we do not <laughs> have time to unpack. <laughs> we are a comedy podcast. <laughs> yeah, okay, so then it cuts to Derek and Spencer. Mm-hmm. Derek, Derek says, so how is the Redskins game? And Spencer says, top secret. Fucking nerd. Clearly it did not work out. Clearly it did not go well. But he just says, it's top secret. And just... <laughs> and then also some girl come, uh, a woman comes by and is like flirting with Derek. He's like, you know, you could have just sent this like through the building mail. And she's like, I could have. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, and then that girl walks away and another woman looks at Derek as they pass by. And Reed is like, bro. <laughs> wow, you're really getting all that? And Derek though says he doesn't sleep he basically says he doesn't sleep with women in the building which is like a good workplace policy 100 percent um spencer could learn a thing or two uh but then they say that there's no rule about socializing which they later walk that back because they wanted to make rossi into the sluttiest grandpa known to man (laughs) apparently i guess so they were like, like Rossi's uh, the reason for all of those socialization rules that apparently didn't exist until oh, he like, came back on team. They call it like fraternizing. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's like no relationships between like team members is the implication. Mm-hmm. But Spencer is like, you don't have to date them. You're allowed to sleep with them. <laughs> like, okay, Spencer. <laughs> okay, get it, nerd, I guess. Get, get it, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and then we learned that Haley is on bed rest. She's six weeks after having her baby. And oh. the doctors are worried about, like, her, like, like blood fine. pressure or something like yeah, that, I think. I, yeah. Yeah. So she's on bed Some rest. Some fucking medical mumbo jumbo. We're not doctors. Yeah. Okay. But she says, okay, I love you. And he goes, bye. And hangs up the phone. I literally wrote down, hush, and say I love you to his wife. <laughs> like... Maybe it's because Elle had knocked on the door. Maybe, like, Elle was in the room. And Hot is like, I can't let Elle know I'm with. <laughs> my pregnant wife. I can't wife. let know other people that I love my wife so goddamn much. <laughs> I can't let other people know that. Like, it's okay to be a wife guy, Hotch. You can just be a wife guy. 
Hot, your wife is very pregnant. We can assume you have some sort of affection for her. <laughs> Hot. Hot. Yeah. So this is another another very weird way they get a cape. Elle knocks on the door. Hotch says, is it here? And she says, yes. They walk, you know, across the catwalk to the conference room. He gets Morgan. He gets Reed. And he's like, documents are up on the screen. Like, let's go look at them. And he says he's already read them because they came from like the county document analysis person. And then they just like read the ransom notes together on the screen. And then they leave. Oh, and they have nine hours until the they phone have nine hours. So they were like, the guys are like gonna call at nine p.m. or whatever. Why not just print a copy and read it on the plane? They like didn't... if you're in a rush. Did they have any plane shots on this episode? Did yeah. they have any plane scenes? Yes, they did. It was okay. Very so short. they got the plane set. You had access to the set. Yeah. Just reading that, whatever. They were probably did it because they did the fun thing where they're like, this is Patricia's handwriting. Yeah, and they like, like did like a flash, 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 yeah. flash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they have they it's they have nine hours to until the phone call, until the ransom phone call. So they have nine hours to fly to Connecticut, talk to the people, and get set up. So there's a time limit. Um we find out that the father is a U.S. attorney, very big. He's gotten death threats a bunch, and he's been assigned U.S. marshals three times because of his death threats. So they immediately think that this kidnapping of his daughter has something to do with him, him. and his job. Yeah, Which is fair to think when this man apparently gets death threats every quarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so you find out that he has a round-the-clock security system, but when Trish turned 18... She declined to keep having security. So she has no bodyguard. Cheryl does, but Trish doesn't. And they also, um, they mentioned that both girls took, like, self-protection classes, like, yeah. the like, all of that stuff. So, like, you can assume they did not go quietly into that good night. Oh, yeah, and so, um, we're not quite there yet, but... Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but when Cheryl, like, lays on the ground, she's, like, laying on the dirt, and she's, like, listen, she's, I like that she's, like, that twin bullshit, like, if she gets, like, pricked with a pin, I don't feel it, but, like, yes, I can tell that she's alive. It's, like, such an interesting, like, contradiction, but then Derek does his fucking, like, live-action roleplay bullshit. Yeah, and then she literally is, like, Oh, and that's scientific. <laughs> I kind of like Cheryl, honestly. No, I just she's too. just like, you know what? I yeah. know my I know my sister's alive, but also you're a grown ass man role playing <laughs> on a dirt road. It's like so funny because he's just in the fucking like trees. He's just like in the trees. He's it's just, just like, like turning around in a circle, thinking really hard. Yeah, like, it's like him surrounded by branches, and she's like, "What is?" he doing and i was like he's role-playing and he's just like in the fucking woods like <laughs> if something bad happened to you yeah how high up on the list is the phrase he's role-playing how high is that on the list of like 
things that don't inspire confidence in your loved ones in the play. <laughs> like, how high up is that? Because, like, it's on, that's it's pretty honestly... much, like, number one for me. If the police have to roleplay to get me back, I'm fucked. <laughs> His roleplaying is right below I'm keeping you in my thoughts and prayers. Oh, okay. Good one. <laughs> you know? Good one, yeah. It's like, it's like I'm keeping you in my prayers. I'm, I'm roleplaying. I'll figure it out. Like... <laughs> Somebody's saying, let's talk this through. It's just where you're like, faster, please. Please. <laughs> a little me. faster, please. Thank you. Yeah. So, okay. So when they get to the house, they find out it's, they've already checked everyone on his security detail. No one's shady. They announced, they were very conspicuous announcement that the house is bug free. We no bugs. a good Chekhov's bug suite, baby. <laughs> Um, oh, I wrote down Elle looks so hot. <laughs> As she does, dude. When they're like outside and she's like talking to Cheryl, I was like, ooh, <laughs> damn. She's got the okay. dark lipstick. She's got the eyeliner, the dark, like straight hair. And she's all like, Cheryl, that's so interesting. Tell me more <laughs> about your senses. Okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, Elle. There are some times that I wish we did a video version of this podcast just so everybody else can see the hand motion that you just did. Okay. Leave me alone. Um, Yeah. Yeah. She does look very good this episode. She's very good. And she does very good. Like, Uh, queen? Queen. She has some prime eye rolls, some prime mean lesbian glaring. It's so good that they made every single woman to ever come on the BAU (laughs) queer yeah because we have so many fun mean lesbians everyone on this show (laughs) Garcia can be bi but everyone else on this show is a mean lesbian literally and like I get it you know (laughs) who better to hunt down the worst of society than mean lesbians (laughs) okay listen speaking of hunting down Elle literally says the men I hunt down. Yeah. Cheryl is like, how do you do it? How do you stand it? And I was like, the men I hunt down are like the worst men. And I get them. And I put them away. And I like destroying them. Like she has like a thing where she goes, fuck men. I will kill them. Queen shit. <laughs> That's that is hot girl shit. shit. Hot girl shit. Hot girl shit. (laughs) This is... I just... Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, We gotta get back. um, I'm getting a little warm again. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh, Reed does his... Okay, so this is pretty interesting. I've been... There has been discussion on Tumblr about Reed. It's been very dramatic. Mm -hmm. Um, But he does his, like, fast... His, like, speed reading thing. And the guy is like, can you actually read that? And he responds with, oh, our conscious mind can only read this much, but our unconscious mind can read this much. And the guy's like, huh? What? And Reed is like, yes, I can. And it's like, even if you don't understand the, like, words per minute or whatever the fuck, like, you get it. Oh, he's using his subconscious. Like, he doesn't say- He can read that fast. This guy's like a fucking attorney. And yeah, you can't, like, this guy's like, a very then. smart guy, apparently, to be a, a 
decorated U.S. attorney, and yet, like what? If, Reed, if Reed says our conscious mind can do this, but our subconscious mind can do more, you'd be like, oh, okay, so he's using his subconscious mind. It wouldn't be like, what <laughs> alien language, math? <laughs> like, poor Reed. Half the shit he says isn't even like that complicated. That complicated, and everyone yeah. is just like weird boy. <laughs> Weird skinny but boy. also Reed is a weird boy, so yeah, it works. He's not, yeah, he's not weird in, like that way, but he's like, I just feel bad. I'm just like, it's okay, Reed. They're just dumb. Like sometimes it's not that he's like crazy smart; it's that the people he's talking to are very dumb. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm like, I can understand half of what Reed says, and I'm dumb as hell. <laughs> okay. Um. Oh, Derek. Derek's. Okay, Derek role plays, and he comes to the most obvious conclusion. He literally comes yeah. to the conclusion they killed the boyfriend to get her. Like, yeah, bruh, the boyfriend is here and dead, and she's gone. They cared about her, not the boyfriend. Like, I... His role playing was useless. Okay, I'm the unsung. Yeah, there was really... They just no had to do reason. some profiling. They just had to profile something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. He's like, he shot him in the face. This was personal. The fuck did you think a gunshot to the face meant otherwise? I know. That's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, no well, guess, shit. It's personal. I think he was realizing like, oh, it wasn't about the attorney, maybe. Or he's like, it wasn't a crime of chance. Yeah. It was guess, specifically that. for that. And like, okay, but say that. <laughs> Yeah. Say that all, then. They already know they shot the dude in the face. You know? Like, you yeah. have that information already. They've got that. So it's just like, it didn't feel like he learned anything new, but whatever. Um, And you find out that Trish is like a fighter. There were like scratch marks on like the car seats. Where she mm-hmm. like scratched the shit out of the car trying to like escape. Uh, good for her. Um, then we get the unsub is in. Well, we don't know who's the unsub. A guy who works presumably for the FBI mm-hmm. brings in the like phone call tracing. Button yeah, the, thing. the the tracing software. Yeah, and he like puts it in. He's like, "Don't worry, Cheryl, you're in good hands." Okay, bye. And then, oh, I have this fun team teasing, where Morgan is like, reads like, I don't know. Like, contrary to what you might think, I don't know everything. And Morgan is like, what have I ever said that? And Reed's like, um, all the time. And Elle says, Elle says, this morning at breakfast. Like they all had breakfast together? Like a family. <laughs> or Morgan and Elle had breakfast together? It was some weird, like, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Morgan called Reed. I guess they would have had to have breakfast all together. They eat breakfast together. They're literally a family. I'm just saying. Do you think they like meet up at like a place and eat breakfast, or they like all bring it in and eat it together in the kitchen? I I would have to guess they all bring it in and eat it in the kitchen, right? Like somebody's like, "Hey, I'll bring in some fucking breakfast sandwiches on Tuesday." But we saw Morgan and Reed like walking into the FBI building together, and then Elle like came in after them. So like, yeah, but then they had breakfast after that. 
breakfast they got on the plane after that breakfast isn't just like a concept of eating food breakfast is a state of mind (laughs) (laughs) thank thank you thank you breakfast is a state of mind yeah and then (laughs) and then i like that hot hot has appeared to like tell them it's like time but he waits for them to finish teasing and then he's like yesterday when reed beat you at cards it's time to go he like also (laughs) teases morgan he's like I want to get one more hidden. One yeah. more. Just just once. Yeah. Hey guys, we like gotta go now. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the first little team teasing things we get. Where you yeah. see Hotch, even though Hotch is this like stiff dude, he still like takes a second to also like join in on the ribbing, you know? <laughs> very cute. I love Hotch. Um, well, this I is like- a very good BAUS family episode, actually. I'm not yes! gonna With the orange and everything. Um, okay. So the unsub calls and he only wants to talk to Cheryl. And Elle's like, yeah, do it. Like, let her talk to him, whatever. And there, everyone else is like, no, no, no. But Morgan is like, Elle is right, which I did appreciate. Yeah. Yeah. We, this we is get some good Morgan. Elle. He loves his very angry gay sister so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 This is a very, like, Derek L teasing episode, which I love. Um, so Gideon tells Elle to do it, you know, and then of course the guy's immediately like, dude, I have her twin. You don't think I know what her fucking voice sounds like? Also, Elle is the only woman in that house. Elle is the only woman in that house. I noticed that I was like, where's J-? That's when I noticed that JJ was like, not with not them. There. Like I noticed that she didn't do the briefing, but it was when Elle, when they were like, we need another woman. And they like looked around and I was like, Elle's the only other woman <laughs> besides Cheryl in this house. <laughs> cool, like, wow, what mind. a fucking unfortunate dude party, huh? Yeah. Just an unfortunate dude party. And so <laughs> Elle has to, like, guide. She gives, like, Cheryl, like, a rundown yeah. of, like, what to expect, what to do. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And. <sighs> but it's, imp- so what she says is important. Yeah. She's, like. Use your sister's name, agree with everything, and empathize em- empathize with him. There you go. We need him to, to we need him to empathize with him. So when the unsub calls, he's like, Do you empathize with me? I empathize with you. And he uses that word so much. And everyone is just like, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, like Reed notes it down. He's like empathize empathize yeah. with who yeah he's like, like who does he need to empathize with also read with this two finger typing yeah he is so two finger typing it i'm like okay buddy okay, okay buddy, buddy. You're doing your best. he doesn't have an email he's not use a computer <laughs> god spencer reed is the most insufferable 24 year old i've ever met if i met a 24 year old and they said i don't use email i'd be like how do you do anything? And they just be like, mm-hmm, I just don't. And I was like, okay. Well, like, there's two <laughs> sides of like, I don't use email. Like, I don't use email to keep in track, to keep in touch with my friends. I'm not going to send my friends a fucking email. Sure. But I also have a Twitter account that I needed to sign up for using my email address. It's also like, I can understand him being like, I don't use social media. I Because I know people who've quit Facebook, who've quit Instagram yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like, fucking go for it. But to not have an email, like he doesn't even use his FBI email. How do they have to call him? 
every single time. How does he know when there's a meeting? An email goes around and he's like, what are we doing something? Like, read. Right. You need an email. You need an email read. I don't understand. It's like bonkers. I just don't get it. He doesn't know how to do shit. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Whatever, read. He doesn't know what Facebook is. Can I tell you what I think the funniest line from this whole fucking episode is? Please. The unsub says as menacingly as possible, Mm -hmm. do you like chocolate? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I don't know why that fucking line got me so bad, but that is Uh. the funniest shit. They're all, like, very dramatically, like, holding their breath, like, oh, no, what's going to happen next? Do you like chocolate? Yes. I do as well. (laughs) She's she's literally like, she's like, what? Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, but let's talk about my sister whom you have kidnapped. That line, yeah. just, I'm going to put that line in this episode. I'm going <laughs> to scrape it from Netflix because that line delivery is so fucking funny to me. It is so fucking funny. It's just such a fucking yeah. bonkers line. They're like, this is our menacing, menacing bad guy. Do you, Do you like, like chocolate? chocolate? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. So then he says like, oh, like I'm you owe me $500,000. It is what I am owed. And then he's like, yeah, I'll call you in 15 minutes with details. And then hangs up. And I was like, why wait? Like, you're on the phone now. Just like, tell us. I guess they needed like the sound. But it was just like, yeah. Yeah. So they, Trish says that she can see the moon. And they're all like, well, she's, she's on drugs. She just mm-hmm. can't, doesn't know what's going on. But then, then Morgan is like, wait, guys, she wasn't blindfolded. So suddenly the stakes have gone up because she's seen him. So if he freaks out and panics, he'll kill her. Yeah. Yeah. And then Cheryl goes and tries to drink some wine. And Elle is like, okay, no. <laughs> Let the girl have a glass of wine. Let the girl have a glass of wine. Yeah. She's literally like, I know I'm not supposed to drink, but considering the circumstances. And I was like, we need you clear-headed. I'm like, okay, but let the girl get a little tipsy, okay? Yeah. She's had a time, and she will continue to have a time. Let her be a little tipsy. (laughs) Okay, this this next part drove me crazy when I heard them say it. I was like, excuse me? So so 8 o'clock is the call. They talk at 8 o'clock. He calls 15 minutes later, and he says, Cheryl has to take the money. Only she can touch the bills. She needs to make the drop. She can't have a wire. There's no lookalike. She cannot be surveilled by air or cars. Just Cheryl alone. I will give my instructions over cell. And then he says she has to drop it off at exactly 3 a.m. That's seven hours. There's a long time there. Like. He's like, you will wait seven hours. Oh, I guess because they have to get the money. I guess. I guess. But getting the money is not going to be any easier at 9 p.m. or 2 a.m. Like, yeah, you're still I- in the middle of the night. I could see if it was like, okay, noon tomorrow. So the banks wake up in the morning, right? But like, no, it's still <laughs> like the middle of the fucking up. night. 
<laughs> the banks crawl out of their bed and they come to make the financial alarm misery clock goes for off. us all. <laughs> like, yeah, it was just like, I was like, seven hours. <laughs> That's a long ass time. Also, $500,000. Yeah. Like, I have $500,000. Yeah, bro. $500. <laughs> Okay. And then he says, I'll give the instructions over a cell phone. I think we're meant to assume that it's her cell phone. Like he has her cell phone number. Yeah. Or like or like how else would he how would he get a cell phone to her? Yeah. They don't they don't say that. <laughs> but I, they do show I, her later. After her... With a cell phone. With a cell phone. With, like, I assume her cell phone. But, like... But I was like... So he has her phone number? Why is he calling the house? Just call her. Why can't he just call her directly? Why is he calling the one that he knows is bugged all to hell? Like... Just catfish. (laughs) Catfish the fucking texter and, you know, like, why why this process? Like... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So... Oh, and then, and then right in front of the phone thing, they're like, it's okay. One car will go tinted windows. It'll be fine. But they say that like where the bug is. So like the guy would know that they did in fact send surveillance with But they also don't know that it's bugged yet. No, I'm, yeah, I know that. But like the unsub would know. Yeah. Like the unsub went, don't do it. And then they hang up and immediately they're like, we're going to send a car. He'd be like, guys, I just said, like, he would hear it. Yeah. So that I was like, well, that they just didn't care about that. I suppose. I think they were like, it's okay. No one knows it's bugged yet. So this isn't actually a plot hole because no one knows. (laughs) This isn't a plot hole because nobody's going to watch this episode again to realize what a plot hole it is. (laughs) Newsflash motherfuckers. We're watching this episode again. We recognized it, and now I have exposed you. <laughs> You've been exposed. So she goes, she drives. Her car has GPS. And it's like so... a yellow VW bug. Bug. Like, it's a cute little car. Very cute. Very her. Very um, her. <laughs> and the driving, I guess he gave, like, an address. I don't know. But she's driving. The car has GPS. So Morgan and Hotch follow her to the rental. It's like a rental car lot. And they're like, oh, Morgan, because Morgan does obsessional crimes, right? Mm-hmm. So Morgan is like, okay, um, they're going to make her change cars and cell phones. And then they start talking like, Morgan is like, I, he didn't make like good demands. He didn't say like no ink packets, like non-consecutive serial numbers, like all of these things that you think somebody who wanted to use this money would say. He didn't say any of that. It was about her not having a wire and her not traced. So Morgan realizes that it isn't a ransom at all. It's, it's about, it's a kidnapping. It's a kid. It's a second kidnapping. Exactly. So they run out and the guy drives away and everyone makes it home safe. And then he calls them like out of breath. <laughs> like he was running. It's like, homie, you just drove a car. Calm down. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you've ever watched all of the Fast and Furious movies. Uh, I have. They're delightful and wonderful. But (laughs) they always 
come out of their extreme car driving stunts out of breath. And I'm always like, how hard are you working? How many of those big muscles are you working, Vin Diesel? Because it's it's they, they do the pedal and they do the shifting and they just uh, 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 uh. it's a really good like <laughs> arm workout like you're a fucking cheerleader <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> so every time in like every time in the fast and furious they like come out of the car and they're always like good race man i'm like okay you're being really obvious about the fact that you're not actually tired let it go yeah. vin diesel vin diesel let it go <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. That's I, my yeah. that's my divergence into <laughs> the Fast and the Furious, which is a very delightful franchise to watch when you know What's nothing about cars. What's your Fast and the cars. Furious podcast called? Um the um the Fast and the Furious because my name's B. Get it? Um shit. Um too fast, two bees. <laughs> I need to find somebody else. Named too B. fast, <laughs> two bees. <laughs> That just makes it sound like there's a swarm of bees racing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just... like an Olympic bee movie. The... Too fast, two bees. Too fast, two bees. I just think the Fast and the Furious movies are actually really fun to watch. I don't know shit I've about cars. That. I'm just having a good time. Zoom, zoom, zoom. Zoom, zoom, fast. Let's go okay. back to Criminal Minds, a show that is a lot less fun to watch than the Fast and the Furious movies sometimes. Yeah, so he calls. He's out of breath um and he's basically you find out that he's like obsessed with her they say the word but i did not write it down and he like everything that she does he reads as like a sign of affection he like thinks every like touch every glance he reads it as like a sign that she wants him they use this again in a later episode Mm-hmm. in season three they use the like, exact same thing but they explain it much better mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why i'm telling you this because they did not explain it well in this one. they were just like oh he thinks you like him um yeah. because of your glances and she's like i didn't do anything and they're like i know i know it's him it's him um yeah so then she admits to the dad that trish and the boyfriend had just gotten engaged or were planning to get engaged so they think that that set this guy off yeah that was the stressor he was gonna like lose Chris. Um, so then, oh, they tell, they say, oh, but have Garcia like look at anyone that could have like a stalkerish tendency. Yeah, they're like, we'll look through his staff again and look at stalker tendencies. Yeah, I'm just like, oh yeah. And then this is when they go to the kitchen, and Gideon is opening an orange. So he peels an orange, and L just fucking snatches <laughs> two slices. She's like, it's like. Gideon, and then it's Hotch, and then it's Elle, and that's the second that orange is available, Elle is like, gimme, and just takes two slices, and then Gideon starts, like, passing them around, like he's the dad, giving everyone their orange slice. I laughed so hard. I was like, Elle is the bratty little sister who's like, gimme, 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 and just, like, takes it, and then the dad is like, Jesus, here you go, and here you go, (laughs) Oh, that's my favorite Gideon moment in the whole goddamn show is him passing out orange slices. He's just, just like, like, he's just like a dad at their soccer game and he got assigned to bring snacks for today. And he brought orange slices. It's just so fucking funny to me that Elle's like, okay, well, I'm just gonna fucking take this. And he's like, well, I was gonna give it to everybody if you had waited. <laughs> <laughs> 
if you had waited you're t-. she literally just snatches that shit from him she's she like no really man did. is getting an orange slice before me <laughs> i love her you what this episode like literally made me be like okay fine <laughs> she's on some yeah <laughs> yeah finally did it y'all we got james to love l she it does only took five episodes. some shit <laughs> yeah she does some shit in this episode Damn. she does <laughs> she's she hates queen. men y'all and like I we joke like her. we we're like ahaha jj hates men no l verbally confirms her hatred of men several yeah. times as she should Get it, queen? Oh my god. Not all men. But also... <laughs> but enough. Queen. Also get it. Young, oh, and then... God, Gideon is but fuck fucking wild. Gideon traumatizes these people more than the unsubs <sighs> do. The this unsub fucking called... scene gave me such anxiety. And he does the thing again where he does not tell his team what he's thinking. And it's funny because later Rossi does this. When Rossi shows up, his like first episode is him just like writing in his little notepad, just like saying shit to the unsubs and not saying anything about it. And and Hotch is like, you can't just do that. But then like now Gideon is doing that shit, but Hotch is like, Gideon knows what. Also, I feel like, but also, I feel like they all got so fucking tired of Gideon just doing what he does that they're like, okay, new old man on the team, no longer. <laughs> Not this time. We're cutting this shit off. But Gideon, <laughs> when the unsub calls them, oh, God. he doesn't answer the phone. He'll answer it for a second, hang up the phone. Yeah. The unsub like- will call again. He will answer it for longer this time. Like, let the unsub say a few words and then hangs up the phone again. Yeah, and the unsub keeps being like, I'm gonna kill her. If you hang up again, he I'll kill her. He does this like seven times. And it's torture. Sometimes he like waits, like makes the ring, like it rings for a long time. And then sometimes he's just like, click, click, done. Sometimes he lets him talk, sometimes he doesn't. And then until the guy's super flustered. And the guy basically is like, I'm smarter than you are. And he like profiles the team. He reads every single member on the team to filth, but they all, all of them have the exact same expression that I get when I get like anonymous (laughs) hate on Tumblr, when they're like, you're the fucking worst. And I'm like, I don't know your name. (laughs) Like they all, he's just like the token Derek Morgan and Derek's over here just like okay yeah what's up like I'm having it's a like, great time it's like yeah you may hate me but you're still coming to my blog to tell me that <laughs> yeah exactly you know so they all have the exact same face that I wear yeah. when somebody on the internet is like square the fuck up dude I'm like yeah I don't know your name I don't what's know you up? and I'm just gonna delete this message Bye-bye. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they all yeah. have such well, a good we have face. To talk. Yeah, they do. So we have to talk about, though, what they say. Okay. Because this is the first time, this is one of, like, twice that somebody mentions Reed's autistic leaning. That's what the unsub says. Yeah. So. And I thought that was a little strange. I feel so, like everybody in the series mentions this except for Reed himself. Yeah, I feel like we need to give this a moment to talk about it. Because 
it's a big source of um, debate in the fandom and kind of like different people give it different weight. So in canon, Mm-hmm. In the show, the text of the show, he gets called autistic here, and Alex Blake says he has, he shows signs of Asperger's. And that and is all the it. way in like season eight or nine, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, Outside of canon, in interviews, Matthew Begubler has said that Reed is neurodivergent. He said that he probably has you know, Asperger's mm-hmm. or something like that. But that's really kind of it. Yeah, the text of the show does not give it any sort of time or weight. No, and, and I I definitely think Reed is autistic coded. Yes. I, you know, in the same way that Emily Prentice is lesbian coded, I think that Reed is autistic coded. And I do think that should be taken into account when we talk about his interactions. But at the same time, I don't think anybody on the show was necessarily thinking of him being autistic outside of knowing a lot, rambling, mm-hmm. you know, hyperfixation, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and with all... I feel like it's always important to mention when we say, like, somebody's coded in this way to give kind of, like, an explanation of what we mean. Coding Mm -hmm. is sort of the way that we use to talk about how, like, somebody is heavily implied to be something, but it's never confirmed in the text itself. So you get this a lot when people are talking about, like, oh, well, this certain character is queer-coded. We're always like, okay, Emily Prentice, big fucking lesbian. Nowhere in the text does it say that. It's just implied that she is probably not straight because everything that she do (laughs) (laughs) so coding is sort of our way of being like well it's heavily implied you know matthew may certainly act out spencer reed in this way with his view that he is neurodivergent but nowhere in the text do they ever like actually confirm that which i feel like is important because the text is all we have to go off of, really. Yeah. Like, if you're living in a bubble and all you get is criminal minds, you're not going to know the extra interviews that Matthew does. You're not going to know the extra discourse TM that surrounds it because all you have is the text. And so all you can read is the text, which is kind of, I think, how we go off of it here. I personally have never watched a fucking interview with any of the actors of Criminal Minds where they talk about criminal minds. So all <laughs> I know is the text. I don't know yeah. shit elsewhere. And they so they barely talk about the show in any interview ever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like we barely talk about the show in this podcast. Yeah. Um, but like, I feel like it's important to note that like, sure, he might be coded some way, but the text doesn't back that up. And even yeah. here, like, Spencer, like, sort of, like, scoffs at it when the unsub is, like, bullying him about it. Which, like, okay, King, go off. Don't get bullied by somebody who <laughs> is crazy. But, <laughs> you know, like, I feel like it's important to note that, like, it, this is said, it is not mentioned again. 
Yeah. And I, I definitely do want to like keep in mind how he's coded, you know, mm-hmm. as we talk about him. But at the same time, like, I don't think the show actually wants to grapple with what it would mean to have an autistic character. Yeah, the show, the show does not uses want to deal it. with that at all. No. The show uses the quirks. Ha ha ha, he's awkward. Ha ha, they tease him. And that's it, you know? So I think, you know, it's something to keep in mind. But at the same time, like, the show does not want to. Yeah, the show doesn't want to deal with it at all. <laughs> yeah. So I just, you know, had to bring it up because this episode they talk about it. Um, okay. Also, the so, dude yeah. is like, Elle was promoted too early. I'm like, homie, she wasn't, like, promoted at all. She just kind of appeared here. <laughs> she was not promoted. She, like, had a, she had a probation, a, presumably done with her probation. So, like, she she did it, like, whatever. And they're like, oh, yeah, she's not good enough to, like, run with the big boys. That whole thing. Um, so and then funny. Hotch. Oh, so it's a good time to bring up the deleted scene in this episode. So my DVD had a deleted scene. It was, like, 30 seconds hardly anything but the unsub says that Hotch is like too obsessed with work like so obsessed with work that he wouldn't leave to be with his pregnant wife mm-hmm. there is a deleted scene where he is on the phone with Haley at the house where she is going into labor and he's like I'm gonna leave I'm gonna come back and she's like no stay there like you'd never be able to live with yourself if you left um, he doesn't do anything in this episode. Like, okay. He really doesn't. I don't know why they didn't just have him leave, but yeah. yeah, whatever. But there is a deleted scene where Haley is like, stay there. I'm she's like a centimeter dilated. They gave her the drugs to slow it down. So she's like, just stay there, like it's fine. And so then when the ups the unsub is like, you're so obsessed with work, you won't even go to your pregnant wife. Like, he was gonna, but like she said not. I, on a second watch through, I really like Haley a lot more. I love Haley. She gets so much undeserved hate. I can't wait until we get to the episodes. Everyone thinks she cheated on Hodge or was having an affair in Hodge. And there's Which, like, yeah, it's uh, heavily implied, but it's so funny too. Yeah. Um, but like early Haley is just so fun. She's, she's just so like fun. She's just she's just living her best life. She's like, I got our baby. My husband's making money. Yeah, exactly. My husband is paying the fucking bills. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, poor Haley. Anyway. Um, ripe, ripe peaches. Um, yeah. So Gideon, he like doesn't say anything about Gideon, does he? He's just, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't say anything. Oh, he says, like, oh, you're so smart. You're so pedantic. Like, blah, blah, blah. Reed has the artistic leanings. Derek Morgan's the token. Oh, he's, like, all muscle and no brain. Yeah. Which is and funny because... Derek, is, Derek reacts to that so fun. He's like, yes, I am very strong. <laughs> like, yeah, Derek, yeah. yeah, King. <laughs> but also, we learn later, Derek has a law degree. From he's Georgetown. Like- yeah, he's and he's much like a lawyer an as expert hostage. in obsessional crimes and worked for the ATF, so he knows how bombs work. Like, okay. They really okay. they really played down Derek Morgan's intelligence and try to make him like the muscle bound jock. Yeah, and he is. 
But he has a law degree. Like, he's not an idiot. Yeah. He's a smart boy. He's he's my smart son. I love him. He's my strong, smart son. They went, oh no, we can't give Morgan everything. <laughs> he can't be... Can't be he smart can't and hot trifecta. and nice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> can't have the trifecta. Only two out of three, guys. Only two out of three at a time. Yeah, and then Al was promoted to Sam. So we get all this nonsense. And then the guy hangs up. Oh, he's like, I know what we're going to do next. And they hang up. And Gideon's like, I got more from this five minutes than I have the rest of the night. Meanwhile, the dad and the daughter are fucking, like, sobbing. Yeah, because they did just hear this guy say that he is going to kill Trish. Yeah. But it's fine, guys. Don't worry. Gideon had it handled. Yeah. And Gideon's like, he told me how to find him. So they take Cheryl to a safe house with, like, a limited number of staff of people. And Derek is, like, in the kitchen. Did you notice this? He, Derek, like, leans over the sink to, like, brush cold water on his face. Do you yeah. notice he's wearing a suit, like, a full-ass suit and tie this episode? And isn't that, like, No, he weird? has been. He has I know, been. it's just, like, it's He just, wears full it, suit and tie. It just, yeah, until, it just hit like, me this episode because two. we get to see the tie in profile. Yeah. And I'm like, this is weird. This is not my Derek Morgan. No, <laughs> Bring my Derek Morgan's it. muscle shirts, please. <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting. That, that, like, that's what makes Gideon stand out so much is everybody else is wearing, like, a suit. Even Reed, I mean, they're short sleeve button-downs, but he's wearing button-downs and, like, ties and sweaters, yeah. you know? And he kind of sticks through it, but he becomes kind of, like, hipster chic. Um, but eventually, like, Derek is, like, muscle shirt, dress pants dude, and, like, Emily Prentice wears suits a lot, but mm-hmm. eventually she just starts coming in in fucking tank tops. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like, JJ... JJ goes from, like, nice skirt suit to, like, jeans and a t-shirt to, like, butch suit. She goes on, like, a full journey. And even, like, Elle just wears, like, dress pants and a a regular shirt. (laughs) I feel like women, though, can get away with that more. Like, if she wore, like, uh, you know, a blouse and a blazer and dress pants, she'd look, like, professional. But if she was wearing, like, a t-shirt and a blazer... Yeah. Oh, definitely. We can definitely get away with that. It's very (laughs) fun. Derek is in the kitchen. Ellen Reed are talking. This is when they start to piece together that he must have been listening because he like is always been one step ahead of them. And and so the people who are at the safe house with Cheryl are Morgan, Vincent, the FBI agent who later turns out to be spoiler alert, the unsub. and that's it, right? It's like just Morgan no, it's, and that it's dude. The un, it's the unsub, another guy, Morgan, L. I don't think Ellen Spencer are there. L is. Because remember, she comes in and saves her. Yeah, but, but she no, has they're a on conversation. the phone. They're on the phone, her and Reed. No, I think they're right yes. there, aren't they? No, they're on the phone. They're on the phone, I promise. What? I promise they're on the phone. I swear to God, they were just like talking. Oh, you know, wait, though. no, you're right. You're right. I'm right. I'm right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I'm right. I'm right. You're right. I'm right. You're right. Um, yeah, so the, so, so the unsub, Vincent, get, grabs the other FBI guy and is like, we're going to sweep the perimeter. Never see mm-hmm. that fucking guy again. <laughs> that guy's dead in a ditch that somewhere. Dead. Yeah. So then the security guy goes into Cheryl's room and shuts the door and she's like, oh, what's going on? Like, I 
going. And he's like, oh, finally, like, whoo, I'm, I'm so nervous to be alone with you. And you're like, oh, no, it's him. It's that guy. It's that guy. And then it, like, cuts to Derek, like, on the floor of the kitchen. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah. They, like, yeah. call him and you see that his phone is just on the floor. On the floor. One of his two phones. It's on the floor. Yeah. So Al kind of figures out. They're like, oh, no, we think the thing has been bugged. And Rita's like, but they they did a sweep and said there were no bugs. <laughs> you heard them, audience, didn't you? No bugs. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And then Gideon, like, takes the phone machine apart. And there's just, like, a microphone in there. Yeah. I don't understand. That's what I didn't understand. I was like, why is there just, like, enough in this phone recording device for another recording device. It they really just were like, let's tear this fucking high-tech machine apart. Like, yeah. 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 It's just yeah. so funny to me that none of them know how to do this. And they're just like, fuck it, we can take it apart, right? We can definitely just open do it. It. we can break something. Yeah. Just open it. Just open it up, yeah. guys. Don't worry about it. So they find the recording device. Um, they're like, oh no, tell L. And then L like pulls out his knife and he's like, Cheryl, do you ever wonder if people want to line you and Trish up next to each other and figure out the differences? Like, it's fine. I'm gonna cut you fucking open. <laughs> he's like, I don't need to do that. I already yeah. know. Yeah. Like, homie, and- that is not the romantic line you think <sighs> it is. It's so fucking creepy he plays okay. a good creepy guy yeah he's a good guy um so then l you see l like come into the room and she's like put the knife down and she's like got her gun all like i hate men boo, boo, boo. <laughs> and yeah he they yeah. they scuffle they fight uh she ends up winning she, because of course she, she does the queen shit out of him she does. And then she just like steps on his crotch. Oh. And she's like, Queen shit, queen shit. Queen shit. <laughs> this is her hot girl summer. This is just so good. It's so good. She's like, You're going to tell me where the other girl yeah. is now. She's like, Got the gun on, at him, the like, the heeled boot on his crotch. Just like, Tell me where she is. And then it like cuts to them like wheeling, <laughs> wheeling <laughs> Trish out of there. And Reed asks, like, how did Al get the information? And Gideon says, oh, I'm sure she found some creative way to persuade him. She and beat Reed, the shit out of him. Yeah, and then started to cut his fucking dick off. As she and showed, it, Queen. And Reed, Reed was like, wait, but what? And Gideon's like, sometimes it's best to just not act. <laughs> Which Gideon, again. We had the Adrian Bale. I told all of your jailmates. You snitched. And now it's Gideon. I don't ask when my team members uh, creatively persuade people. Like, Gideon. I mean, I was on some hot girl shit. Let lesbians do what they want. Same time, is a cop. She is a cop, though. Is a cop. Yeah. I mean, I guess we can't just like. 
she can't just like girl boss her way out of police brutality because that is definitely what happened here but she did kind of just girl boss her way out of police brutality no jail can hold me i'm a girl boss <laughs> 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 yeah, she just girl bossed her way out of brutality there, and that's fine. This is one of those, like, I know he's also, like, a cop, but, like, she is also a cop. Mm-hmm. You know? This is just cop just... on cop crime. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, once again, we don't ask. We don't our... ask questions. Yeah. We do hate... not ask questions. Hate that shit. Um, and then Derek, oh, so then it cuts to Derek back at the BAU, shirt up, we get full peck nipple action on Derek. He got tased. Um, yeah. Which was like, okay. And then, but he got tased like in his side, so we get to see the whole delicious must. I read, do you want to hear something super fucking funny? Okay, what's up? Kirsten Vagness is queer in real life. Uh-huh. She thought she was a lesbian for like 10 years because she wasn't attracted to Shamar Moore. And she said, if I'm not attracted to Shamar Moore, I must not like men. Like Shamar Moore, like he's like, I am God, I'm the hottest dude on the fucking planet. And then being like, I'm not, but I don't like him. I guess I I don't think he's that cute. Yeah. I guess if he's the pinnacle of men and I don't like him, I don't like men. Like, okay, Queen. Like Like, that's okay, yeah. I follow you down that thought process entirely, Queen. That's so fucking funny though. That is so funny. Um, anyway, we get to see him shirtless. I guess that was one for the ladies. Um, <laughs> one for the people who like men, which is yeah. <laughs> certainly not me, but I appreciate no, how you. much of a lovable beefcake he is. He is the, like, eye candy. Yeah. Like, JJ wasn't there, so they were like, yeah. Morgan, your You're turn. Like, I guess we gotta get one of the men. Shit, take, take your shirt <laughs> off, it's fine. <laughs> He's doing paperwork, and Al comes in and is like, no one's gonna, like, care if you go home early. And he's like, well, I got a, nothing like 50,000 volts to, like, wake your brain up. So, Elle's like, I'll do some. I'll help you. Give me half. So, he, like, hands her files, and she counts them, and then, like, drops two back on the stack. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, her death. They just have, I think what's good about Derek Morgan is that he has just such, like, a fun, like, sibling relationship with- With everybody. All, like, yeah, with everybody. He's just, like, your fun older brother. Yeah, I like that. Derek Morgan is like the nicest guy. I mean, like sometimes he's not, but for the most part, he's like he's the just nicest like a nice guy. Dude. Yeah, and like, I don't know. I feel like that's something that they oftentimes like overlook when they're like, here's how these people interact pl- platonically. Yeah. You never get like a fun, like, older, like, si- like a sibling-esque like relationship like you do yeah. with Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds really does like say this team is a family. Yeah, they say it so much and so loudly. And then they're so like, much. don't worry, though. Reed does still love JJ. And we're like, no. <laughs> no. I don't like that. No. You're so, I like how they thought about it in that context. Like, yeah, they do talk about being like family. Mm-hmm. 
found family, mm-hmm. but like some of you will fuck each other. Just heads up. Like, just FYI. Yeah. Don't think about it too hard, okay? Don't think and about like, it too and hard. And like the ones that they don't like, Morgan and Garcia mm-hmm. are not that sibling relationship. No, they are not. And I think that's why I wanted them to be together romantically so badly. Yeah, you know, I love them. I know. One, they work so well together, but two, they're like one of the only you know pairings in the show that does not stem from like a sibling relationship. Bond. Like yeah. I'd say, like Emily and JJ, no sibling bond. Garcia, Morgan, no sibling bond. You know, I could even see like Emily and Garcia not really like sibling. Yeah. But then, like, JJ and Spencer. Yeah. Many times siblings. <laughs> many times described as family siblings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll never understand it. Elle is on some hot girl shit. Elle should have come back. I'm just going to say that right now. Elle She's on some back. hot girl shit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's the episode. That's the whole episode. <laughs> Honestly, it wasn't a very exciting episode. We did our best. This is not an exciting episode. I'm going to give this episode a fucking, like, two. A two. Damn, I, I'm i kind of with you, actually. Everything it, else I've had an, an, a strong enough opinion about that when I rewatched it, I was like, ugh, this. You know, or like, oh, yay, this. This episode is like, it's, fu- it's fine. I don't give a shit about it. I forget it exists. Except for the orange peeling moment. Yeah, the orange peel moment is really the only good moment in this whole episode. Yeah. That's why it's a two and not a one. <laughs> like yeah, I'm actually, sexy. I'm with you, actually, that it is a, that it's a two. I'm with yeah. you. I, I like that they're developing the group banter. The group dynamics are fun. You know, we get a little more of that, like, teasing Reed, but also Reed teasing morgan back and like mm-hmm. Osh participating and yeah l being nice to morgan at the end like i like that did they but... say the name of the episode in this episode no they just called the mirror twin oh so this is the first one that they don't actually say the episode title in the episode i don't think they did for plain sight no they did at Every- some point, they were like, don't worry, he's hiding in plain sight, which uh, makes no sense because the fucking episode head was just plain sight. But whatever. They don't in this one. They also don't say Will's up. Which is They are just sad. like, they were like, we've got eight. It, it's gotta be soon. It's we gotta did- be, right? Because we-, we have so many frowny faces in that column of our stats sheet. Uh- <laughs> it's just little frowny faces. Uh, we, st- we get it by season two. <laughs> it's a good fucking thing we love this show. You know what? I feel like once we get out of season one. It'll feel like time is passing very quickly. Once we start getting more JJ and Garcia, they really bring like a fun life to the show. (laughs) Yeah, the episodes are not in. I'm just like, where's my cute girl humor? (laughs) Where's my my hot girl shit? You know? Elle gives us hot girl shit. We need the cute girl shit now. Elle gives us all that hot girl shit. I want my cute Penelope Garcia. And I want my, please take me seriously, JJ. <laughs> Next time on Wheels Up, the podcast, we're going to be watching okay. episode 106, LDSK. I have some thoughts about that episode. Capital P. Thoughts I remember this episode. actually being an interesting episode. 
I have some thoughts about the American political system. <laughs> I, have the As thoughts, we do. I have thoughts about how someone of mine invokes it. <laughs> we will get into some capital T thoughts next time on Wheels Up. Yeah. Until then, y'all can find us on social media at Wheels Up Pod everywhere and also on YouTube if you just want to like put this up in the background. You can do that. All the oh, episodes yeah. are up on YouTube now. Wow. Oh yeah. Wow. Look at that. Look at us go. Look at us go. Yeah. Do you have an ending quote for us? Is this our ending thing? We did such a good job bu- not bungling the intro. I feel like we need to have some my, sort of outro. I threw my fucking papers away. <laughs> you just threw your fucking papers everywhere. So maybe we've already oh, bungled. Maybe we've already bungled well, the I, outro. We did that like twice. I didn't know we were still. Um, I don't know. What's our outro? <laughs> Do we have an outro? You guys should hit us up on social media at Wheels Up Pod to give us outro ideas. Tweet at us. Tweet at us and give us and outro our, ideas. And better intro ideas. Our intro is perfect the way it is, actually. Oh, good, okay. <laughs> good try. Good try, James. Our intro is perfect the way it is. Our it's outro, outro. needs outro some fucking need some... work. Tweet at us. <laughs> yeah. I still think Wheels Down. Should we do the white person thing, like where we like clap when the plane lands? <laughs> what if we end every episode with like, we will begin our descent into Dulles Airport? Thank you for flying with us today. <laughs> we just have flown ourselves. <laughs> <laughs>